G'day, if you're watching from Australia, otherwise hello and welcome to our little discussion here. Uh, we are talking about life change, something that is elusive for many of us. Um, we have our panel uh, just of ordinary people, uh, most ordinary myself, but we are very blessed to have Gary and Catherine join us and Brooke again. I might fight you for that title of most ordinary there, though. <laughs> we'll let the, uh, the viewers decide, I guess. Uh, but just to, as a way of introduction, um, tell me something that you've changed your opinion on recently. Uh, for me, uh, kids' TV shows, got a kids myself, and, uh, you know, you're forced almost to start to enjoy them. Otherwise, it's a long, miserable experience. So that's for me, Gary. I think, Tom, the, the thing that really has made me happy is coming to know the Lord and uh, giving my life to him. As just in John 14, 6, where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father through me. So it's great to be here and in this So church. your opinion on God is, has changed in your life journey? It has. I, That's good. Yeah, uh, my life was sort of like the Old Testament before I became to know the Lord because when we're actually in the Lord, we're in, living in the New Testament. And knowing mm. Jesus a lot. By that you mean thought it was about following rules. Yeah, yeah the, the old, good. yeah, yeah, just the, yeah. All right, Catherine, uh, tell, tell me something. Look, the main thing that changed with me when I came back to Jesus two years ago, just over two years ago, was my, my knowledge of baptism. Because I've been christened as a baby, mm. I wasn't aware that I could be baptised as an adult. Mm. And it was absolutely delightful to know that I could. Um, my old pastor explained to me that, that baptism as a baby is something that your parents do to you, mm. basically to give you your name. Mm. And as an adult choosing baptism, it's our choice mm. and our commitment to follow God. And that's our public declaration yeah. to follow God. And that's, that's right. what... I was so happy to know that mm. even though I've got a baptism certificate of when I was a month old, mm. I've now got another one when I was 60. That's so. great. Well, maybe you'll be learning something on that topic today from, from Catherine and Brooke. Mm. What about you? Um, you actually have to put in the destination that you next want to go to on the GPS guidance. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you will find yourself doing a 180 at some point on your trip. Oh. Um, I had a funny little story with a friend. We mm -hmm. were driving. She said, I'll follow you. You've got the GPS. You know the area better. I'm like, uh. anyway, and long story short, we were giggling about my failure to um, lead her well. <laughs> mm, <laughs> so yeah, okay. plug in the destination yep. that you next want to go to skill, yeah, before tip. you leave. <laughs> Great. Now, you might be joining us for many reasons, um, hopefully joining us live because we would want to interact with you. Um, someone messaged me this morning and he said a really honest question. Uh, someone I've been getting to know, is it normal to feel nervous about going to church? <laughs> and actually, I think it is. Mm -hmm. um, church can be a place uh, where we feel like everyone's got it together. Mm -hmm. And while that may not be the case, uh, sometimes perception of what others think um, when we're still working things out uh, is pretty powerful. Um, but if you're watching for that reason, welcome. Um, hope that you can feel comfortable enough to message in. Um, we really do want to make this interactive. You're not going to be watching this uh, because we are the best uh, church on the internet. Um, the only reason you'll be joining us today uh, is because of 
the relationship that we want to have a two-way relationship with you so please do message us during this or afterwards um, we'd love to get to know you but let's get into it now uh, let's look at the the verse we're looking at an interesting one from luke chapter 3 uh, we'll play that for you now when the crowds came to john for baptism he said you brood of snakes who warned you to flee the coming wrath prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to god don't just say to each other we're safe for we are descendants of abraham that means nothing for i tell you god can create children of abraham from these very stones even now the axe of god's judgment is poised ready to sever the roots of the trees yes every tree that does not produce good fruit we chopped down and thrown into the fire. The crowds asked, What should we do? John replied, If you have two shirts, give one to the poor. If you have food, share it with those who are hungry. Even corrupt tax collectors came to be baptized, and they asked, Teacher, what should we do? He replied, Collect no more taxes than the government requires. What should we do? asked the soldiers. John replied, Don't exhort money or make false accusations, and be content with your pay. Everyone was expecting the Messiah to come soon, and they were eager to know whether John might be the Messiah. John answered their questions by saying, I baptize you with water, but someone is coming soon, who is greater than I am, so much greater that I'm not even worthy to be his slave and untie the straps of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. John used many such warnings as he announced the good news to the people. Well, did you enjoy that one? Uh, Brooke, anything that stood out to you from that? Yeah, I was reading through that list and it's like, oh, I might be able to get away with, you know, not asking for more taxes because I'm not a tax collector. But then it gets down to that point of be content with your pay. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, most of the time I'm okay. But, you know, sometimes I do find myself wishing for, you know, other things and yeah. in the past, definitely. So even if we think we can tick off most of the lists, there's always something, isn't there, where we realise we fall short yeah. and we don't measure up to Christ's expectations exactly very practical life change being talked about <laughs> in this passage yeah. and that's what baptism is about it's about a sort of a decision mm. that you're going to live a different way mm. and uh, in particular that you're going to live following Jesus so we see that here and a pretty convicting cutting words from John the Baptist there mm. um, but God does convict us in in different ways about things in our life that are not quite what they uh, should be and uh, whatever that way is we might come to the point where we say yes yes your God, way God is is better than the way I've been living I'm going to commit to going with you and, and baptism is a very public sign of, mm -hmm. of that so tell me about why you decided to start following Jesus and live a new way Gary I started to follow Jesus, Tom, because I'm just tired. We're just tired of the way the world is. The, the tired of the way the enemy is trying to make a knock us around and being a, a, a wrecking ball. 
and you know just always putting fear and anxiety into our heart into us but i just know the love of jesus because he offers eternal life and you know he brought his son into the world our lord jesus in john three sixteen. for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life just to know that god loves us and brings his son jesus into the world he came a little low in the angels so tom i find that knowing jesus is just being able to know his love, to know eternal life, that when, our, well, our lives are over in the flesh, mm. we are ne we are in the spirit having eternity. We are in a world of love with the Lord. We have, there's no devil and there's no sin. A great thing to look forward to. Mm. Thanks for sharing that, Gary. Mm. Catherine, great to have you with us. What, I, what about you? I, I don't believe that I ever stop loving Jesus. Mm. He just seat in my life for a very long time. My mum, when I was 22 and 18 weeks pregnant with my first child, and she was 50 years old, and I was a qualified nurse at the time, mm. and to be told by our vicar in our Church of England, Church in England, that my mum had gone to a better place, broke me. Mm. And I just, I just said, this was the best place for my mum. We wanted her here. And I, I turned my back. I didn't want anything to do with God. But I believe that he never, ever left me. I now know, having come back, mm -hmm. that he had me all the time. And he was just waiting until I was ready to be pulled back. Mm -hmm. I was being pushed and pulled. Mm -hmm. and, and I came back to Jesus after a very traumatic end to my marriage a violent end, a very upsetting and shocking for me because this person had become a different person. Mm -hmm. And very, very quickly, I knew that I needed to go to church. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I was baptised very quickly mm -hmm. after, after coming back to God and, mm -hmm. and going to church. Yeah. And I was so broken and so low in my life that... I know without doubt if I hadn't accepted the calling mm -hmm. that God was speaking to me and calling me back, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be here. I was suicidal. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't be here. God saved me. Mm -hmm. I had a plan. I went off to carry out my plan and God spoke to me mm -hmm. and said, you can't make your children orphans mm -hmm. because their father had died of mm -hmm. leukemia mm -hmm. and God, God stopped me. Yeah. God so, stop me. Well, thank you for having the bravery mm. to share that, Catherine. Mm -hmm. If we look back at this this passage here, we see in the the process of, of John talking about these are the ways that you should change. And baptism, we talked about being a, a sign that you're going to commit to a, a new way of life. It doesn't stop there. We see uh, John saying, there's one coming after me, mm. talking about Jesus Christ who will baptize you with the spirit and fire. And you spoke just there, Catherine, about God speaking to you um, and pulling you up. And we soon realize in the pulling and, and pushing of, of life that we are not able to live up to our commitments and uh, our best efforts are sometimes not good enough when, when life hits us hard. But that is the, the wonder of the gospel that Jesus comes to seal that baptism, to 
baptize us again with the spirit and with fire the power uh, to change life and to continue on with that commitment that we make so tell me about the importance of the holy spirit in in your life gary well i think tom the it's important to have the holy spirit with us you know just to be able for him to guide us as we go through our lives and i know that when my father passed away and, and i found that very very distressing that i remember i was able to share a prayer with you which was very healing i felt like the lord was working in that in that prayer mm. and the holy spirit is he's just a guide for us when we're when we're in this world because from my own experience the the and i don't talk about the devil but the devil's just a bully just a mm. constant bully bullying all the time but jesus is is love and jesus is a god's a creator and he, he just being able to be to know of god's kingdom and his love for us and to know that we will have uh, our, the joys of heaven but while we're in this world to just do the best we can by following jesus is a great thing for thanks gary um you say the difference what the uh, difference the holy spirit's it, made in your it, life it, Catherine? it's made a huge difference in my life apart from saving my life mm. I, they say jesus is a savior mm. and he literally saved my life mm -hmm. by speaking to me mm. um i now have hope i have faith my life has a purpose mm. because when your marriage ends and you've lost your career mm. i was a, a registered nurse for 40 years yeah. i i i felt that i had no purpose but jesus has given me a purpose the church has given me a purpose I no longer feel lost. I never feel alone because I've got Jesus in my life. Um, my heart is full. The church has opened up my life again. My life had closed in on me. Mm -hmm. And and I I feel part of a family again. My, my family are all in the UK and we're estranged. So I, having gone through the marriage breakup, I'm left here in Australia alone. Mm apart from the beautiful friends and church family that I have. Mm. Um, and I believe that when you open your heart and you start to give, that it just, it just fills your life. It fills your life with love. And I'd always been the one to give. I'd always been the one that people came to for help. And it is so humbling to allow these friends and even people I don't know to give to me and help me, whether it be food, money, mm. emotional support. Mm. Mm. I have been blessed and I'm constantly blessed. Mm. So and glad to hear that. And that's what the Lord has given to me. Yeah. And just one thing about accepting help mm. that's offered, whether it be spiritual help or a busy, like mm. I say, money or food or goods, just yeah. kind kindness mm -hmm. the offer of a lift yeah it can be hard to you know, um, um, but you are blessing the person who is offering you that help mm -hmm. by accepting that help mm -hmm. and i've learned that yeah mm -hmm. i've learned i've had to learn that mm -hmm. it's no i'm okay i'm okay I'm, mm -hmm. I'm the one who helps i'm the one who gives i don't need help i always stood alone mm -hmm. and was strong and to acknowledge that you need help when you hear yourself crying out to God mm -hmm. in the middle of the night, you know, and make yourself available for his answer, yeah. to listen for his answer. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
that's that's what that's what Jesus has brought for me. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, thanks, Catherine. Yeah, yeah. Rob, yeah. what would you say to that question? Oh, it makes me remember that you know that parable of the like you know a modern parable where they talk about the person who's stuck on the top of the roof and they're praying, "Give God help yeah, me, help yeah. me, help me," and you know, and 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 at the end of it, the unraveling is you know, well, I sent the chopper and I sent the boat and I you you didn't actually get in, you didn't you didn't choose mm -hmm. to get off of the roof, um, to to see that the person in front of you was actually carrying my gift to you um, that they were actually ready to extend um, that offer of help that I wanted to give you and I think that that's something actually I think that Carl sort of um, the, the pastor here spoke of once and accord in my spirit is that God is really always reaching out to us um, he he is asking us as those who know him to actually reach out to the people around us and that is the hand of god reaching out mm -hmm. and and when we actually then accept that offer of help or that that kind word or that encouragement or that prayer or whatever it is um, we actually then enter into god's presence and mm -hmm. when we say yes to that that is the beginning mm -hmm. of humble exchange yeah. and i think it's life beautiful. changing yeah it's life changing yeah comes back to that practical side of it it's not mm. uh religious belief faith in mm. jesus isn't just some mm. abstract belief it, no. it does affect our lives and yeah. helping mm. each other mm. uh being generous and receiving and that the whole process is a very lot, practical a lot of yeah. the people who are helping me don't go to church they, they're not they're not mm. believers religious yeah. believers yeah. you know followers of christ mm. but they're still good people they've got good hearts mm. Mm. and they still help me reminds mm. me of cornelius in the bible where he was actually offering and and, yes. and praying and then peter was actually was it peter i'm not sure i've got my stories quite straight there but you know was yep. sent to 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 speak to him god has remembered your gifts to the poor mm. god has remembered mm. um that you you know you actually have a heart mm. um to help others and so that god yep. actually looks on that because it's mm. it's part of that um the law of god written in our hearts isn't it yeah love the lord your god mm. love others as yourself so it, it when when we are actually operating out of that law that god has put in mm. us um from the beginning of time then you know that it, it makes me feel that even though i turned my back on jesus in 1982 um i know he never left me i mm. couldn't have had the life as a mum and a wife and a nurse mm. that i'd had if yep. god hadn't got me mm. i couldn't have been the person i was if he hadn't got me mm. and i now feel deep down in my heart that I am being repaid for kindness that I've shown during my life. Mm. I didn't do any of it for repayment, mm. but now I need that help mm. and I'm getting it in spades, mm. you know. Yeah, so this is, this is really great stuff and thank you for sharing. Now there may be people there that, they, yeah, feeling a connection to the message uh, what would you say to them, Gary? People that might think, "Yeah, I want to, I want to change my life, and mm. I want to give uh, Jesus a go. Mm. I want to, I want to see this change that we're talking about here." I, th I think Tom and everyone here. I think that the the thing is, is to come to know Jesus, to come and know He is our Lord and Savior. And just a beautiful verse that I that often I think about is one John five six, 
It says, the, this is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He did not come by water only, but by water and blood. And he is the spirit who testifies because he's the spirit of truth. And the Lord is the truth. What we see around us in the world and on the social media and other in the news is all, is all concocted sort of fear. We, we need to really know the love and friendship of Jesus. And I think, Tom, that, and every, that it's important that we know his love for us and that to follow him, to follow him and see him as the light mm. and the truth. And he helped in my life. I, I still, as we come here today, and just to not talk for too long, but often the flesh makes us feel afraid or it makes us, it controls us by the world, but the spirit inside of us in our heart he, the Holy Spirit, he's the one that guides and loves. And in this time of COVID, where hearts are hardened by all these procedures and everything, just to be able to love one another, just to be able to love one another. And I know that being in this church is a real blessing. And with the upcoming Alpha course, it'll be a great opportunity for people to come online and, and come to the church just to know the Lord. And for more information, we... The church can tell yeah. you about that. Yeah, can yeah great. We, you can check that out on our website. Yeah, absolutely. Course, but Gary, I can see that that relationship is very real for you. That's Thank a, you, Tom. Yeah. It's a privilege to, to even, see your life. Even knowing you, you're a, you're a great man of mm. God, a great brother in Christ and a great friend. Mm. And the church mm. needs more like you and mm. all of us here and sisters in Christ as well. Thanks, Gary. That's very encouraging. Now, Brooke, what would you say, um, why is baptism an important step Mm. in deciding to follow Jesus. I think there's probably a lot of people that sort of dismiss and put it to the side. Why would yeah. you say baptism is important? I, I think, you know, as I've, because I was actually baptized really young. Mm. I was five when I was baptized. And um, I actually, I have less recollection of the actual moment of the baptism and more recollection of the little discipleship booklets that I was taken through, a kind mm. of like a Raggedy Ann, a Raggedy Sam or something kind of, and I, I kind of remember those booklets. And so I know that it was a very real decision for me, even at that age. Mm. Um, but so for me to remember back to the before and after of my baptism, I, I don't have that so much except to know that um, as I've watched people journey and take the decision to baptism mm -hmm. as a as an adult Christian, mm. I've come to appreciate the fact that in our early faith, um, in, in our faith at any point, whenever we do something in obedience, even if it doesn't make sense, if it's done in faith and out mm. of the heart attitude of God, I accept your love for me. Mm. And even though this doesn't really I wouldn't do this normally in front of people. I would not go into a, a tank of water. This is not <laughs> this is not my my initial thought of, yeah, that'd be a good thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> God asks us to step in and do something. And whether we understand it or not, it's in love that he's mm. asking us to do it. And when we when we go through with that and obey in faith, trusting that he will bring good of it, um, he blesses that obedience and and opens our eyes to the fact that yes it is a faith journey yes it's it, it is mm -hmm. constantly listen to the spirit submit everything to the spirit as much as you can at any moment and mm. and watch him unfold yeah. his glorious favor right. and i mm. think that that's but it is really hard to decide mm -hmm. like to, to do that In perspective it's, i like that it's yeah it's it's hard doesn't but always make sense until you actually do it yeah, yeah 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 but that is faith 
Yep. You know, and that's exactly what Nicodemus was struggling with, mm. wasn't it? You know, like, yeah. how can that be? Mm. You know, but God's like, it won't always make that logical sense, but faith is the step of obedience and mm. trust. Any questions or thoughts come in in the chat? Moment. All right. Well, please uh, do take up that offer. Uh, we do want to get to know you. Two-way conversation here. Um, but if you are considering, yeah, well, baptism is something that I haven't done. Mm. Step that I want to take. Um, we can do that. We can do that. Uh, so send us a message, uh, that number, our website, ways to do that. Uh, really would be good to hear from you, even if you're not sure yet. Yeah. We can talk to you a bit more about that and work through it with you because uh of course we're all on a journey different stages Mm. um but love to know what stage on the journey you are Mm. we're not uh necessarily far ahead of you um (laughs) ordinary people as you can see so uh great that you're joining us we did have one of our friends send in a moment of wonder recently theme Mm. of baptism quite appropriate we've got some whales and did you know that whales sleep vertically tails Mm. to the the bottom and heads to the service up to two hours apparently without mm. uh, needing to come up for a breath and sort of all together. Uh, fascinating stuff that science is showing us um, that we probably wouldn't have noticed until we took a dive uh, <laughs> yeah. down below and hung out with some whales for a while. So lots to still explore in life and I hope you feel that way too, that there's still more to explore. Uh, love to do that journey with you. Um, We've got daily devotions that I'm setting people um, just short. If you'd like to uh, connect you in with that, send us a message again. Little encouragements to start your day. But thank you for joining us. Yeah. Very much appreciate you, Gary and, and Catherine and Brooke. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> and thank you, of course, for joining us as well if you're watching this live and later on as well. We'll see you next week.